Good evening and hope you had an awesome day. So I have to tell you that while I am a little jealous of all of you because you guys just get to sit back and listen for a few minutes to an idea that's neatly delivered to you every night while I have to put in all the work. Just kidding. I really do love it. I think you should also be a little jealous of me. Why? Because I have the opportunity to see something amazing unfold in the back end. It's pretty awesome that when I send out an idea out there into the cyber world, I'm often privileged to see how the same idea shared with hundreds of different people can so deeply and personally impact so many people, but each in their own unique way. I literally recently got over 10 messages from people in one night that said something to the effect of, Rabbi, that message tonight was definitely directed at me. And it was amazing to hear that 10 people felt that it was talking to them and then to hear how they each took the same idea and related it in a very personal and different way from every other person. I think that's an extremely important point for us to discuss for a few minutes. One of the challenges people have about learning Torah is that they often feel, how can that book speak to me? I'm so unique and it's so generic. I'm not the same as the person next to me. I have a different set of aspirations, challenges, and life circumstances. Not to mention I'm so different from the people who lived 200, let alone 2,000 years ago, all of whom have studied the same book. So how can the Torah really apply to me? Yet people who I know to be very different from each other can all often relate to the same idea, but with radically different applications. So how does that happen? The answer is simple. Yes, we all have very different looking lives from the outside. But if you think about it, the inner hierarchy of needs that we all have, they're probably more similar than we usually remember. There's a beautiful Mishnah, part of our oral tradition in Birkei Avot, Ethics of Our Fathers. It's the first Mishnah of the fourth chapter, which provides definitions for four specific words, strength, wisdom, wealth, and respect. The Slonim Rebbe asks, why does the Mishnah choose these four terms to define? There are so many terms that could be discussed. And he answers that if you were to think about it, Everyone is hoping to achieve these things. We all want to be strong. We all want to be smart. We all want to be wealthy. And we all want to be respected by others. These are universal basic needs and aspirations. The key, however, is that while we might all want the same basic things, we often have different definitions of those things. And the principle is that if you have the wrong definition for the right thing, you will obviously end up with the wrong thing. So I figured that over the coming week, it makes sense to spend a little time on this one Mishnah and learn some insight into the definitions that are presented. I'll leave you with some homework to think about for the night. What do you think are the definitions of strong, wise, wealthy, respected? And when you think of them, don't just think about what falls into their definitions, but more importantly, how can we aim to achieve the highest level in each of these categories? So don't just think, what would make me strong, but rather, what would make me the strongest? Not just what would make me rich, but the richest. Not just what would make me wise, but the wisest. And finally, not just what would gain me respect, but to be the most respected. As well, please be honest, if you think that any of these four characteristics are not what you or others actually want, feel free to send me a message either by WhatsApp or find me on Facebook. I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts and to spending the next week going through each of these definitions together. And on that note, wishing you a good night and looking forward to start going through these definitions starting tomorrow.